You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. To help us spread the gospel of Jesus, give us a five-star rating. That'll help others find this podcast. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. Man, go ahead and give God another great hand clap. You may be seated. It's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of John chapter 11. And while you're going there, if you're a first-time guest when you leave, if you would go to the information desk, uh, we'd love to give you a very, very, very valuable gift. And the only way you're going to know what's inside the box, if you go to the information desk, all right? I know we were just seated, but if you would, please, and you're healthy and you're able, uh, stand with me this morning. Uh, for the reading of the Word of God. The title of the message is Get Unwrapped. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, get unwrapped. We're, we're going to go to the grave of a very close friend of the Lord. We're going to ver- first go to the grave of Lazarus. John chapter 11, verse 38. Jesus, therefore, again, groaning. You got to remember this is a very close personal friend of the Lord. Groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. And Jesus said, take you away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. For he hath been dead for days. And Jesus saith unto her, said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Now in verse 41, it says, then they, somebody say they, they. took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth bound, hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Now listen, Jesus saith unto who? Them. Loose him and let him go. Pastor Aaron, would you bless the reading of the word of God? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we have come to celebrate life, Lord God. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I am the life. I am the resurrection. I am the way. And whoever believeth on him shall have everlasting life. Lord, your word is pure. Your word is strong, Lord God. And today, Lord, I pray that that word would touch our heart, Lord God. For there's nothing better than your word. There's nothing better than today, the day of salvation, Lord Mm -hmm. God. And Father, I pray that those words that are in pastor, Lord God, that you've put there would spring forth life today, Lord God. If there's Mm -hmm. any that are bound and do not know Jesus, I pray today would be that day of salvation. If there's any bound today, Lord God, that needs a breakthrough, that today would be that day of breakthrough. Lord, we just pray that our ears are open and our hearts are ready Mm -hmm. to receive in the name of Jesus and amen. Amen. You may be seated. Remember this morning that this man, Lazarus, was a personal friend of the Lord Jesus. He had spent evenings in their home. He had shared meals with them. But no matter how much Jesus loved this family, there came a time when tragedy struck and the power of death prevailed. It does not matter 
what goes on in our lives. And I look back and I see my friend Brian and what their family is dealing with. No matter how much the Lord loves us, no matter what is going on, no matter how close we are to God in our lives, tragedy will still strike. But I promise you, if you hang around the Lord long enough, the sun will shine again. God will work it out. Romans 8 and 28 said, for all things work for the good for them that love the Lord. If you believe that, give God a hand clap of praise this morning. In verse 44, I want to read that again. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus saith unto them, very important, he spoke to them. He said, loose him and let him go. Lazarus was still bound by grave clothes. After his resurrection, and you and I as Christians uh, who have been born again oftentimes are still bound by our grave clothes. Uh, it is a process. I'm not the same today as I was when I got saved 38 years ago. Do you agree with me this morning? It's time for us to help. He said, loose him and let him go. He spoke to them. So it's time for you and I to help each other. We need as Christians to help each other unwrap and be set free by the power of God. That's why our kids uh, are, 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 were singing this morning. That's why the band and the worship team was ministering, and that is why I'm here. That's why we just finished a seven-week series on the blood, is so we have the knowledge uh, and we can work together. We need to help each other to unwrap. Can somebody say amen? Without Christ... Death is your final step. I can't imagine not knowing the Lord. Without Christ, you will die in your sin. And then you will experience something far worse than a physical death. The Bible calls it the second death. The Bible speaks about eternal death. Ever in a stage of dying, but never really dying. Think about that. Forever and ever in a stage of dying, but never really dying. The Bible speaks about suffering in a lake of fire and brimstone. The Bible said in Thessalonians chapter one, verse eight, he will punish those who do not know God and who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut off from the presence of the Lord and from the majesty of his power. Hebrews 2 and 3, the Bible says, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Don't be found guilty of neglect. The Bible said today is the day of salvation. Jesus no longer lays in a tomb. He is alive. And he is well. The Bible said he's seated at the right hand side of our Father, interceding on our very behalf. I believe that all in heaven is looking over the balcony today, wanting to rejoice when someone else comes home to give their life to God. If you believe that, give him another hand clap and a shout of praise. If we accept the Lord Jesus as our Savior and we live for him, death will only be a stepping stone for a glorious eternal life. I think about all my loved ones that we've buried and have gone on before and all of our church saints of God. 
What a reunion when we all come together. The Bible speaks of eternity. And I pray that you don't think that this is all that there is. Jesus is still calling people forth, just like he said, Lazarus, come forth. In verse 43, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Can I ask you, is he calling you today? Is he speaking to your heart today? If he is, my friend, don't turn a cold heart, but accept him. And I believe before you leave today, like earlier, we had people give their life to Christ. Get ready, because the Lord is going to call somebody. Don't forget that when Lazarus came forth, he was already resurrected. He already had a brand new life. Death had no hold on him, but he still had a problem. And you and I that have come to know Jesus through the blood, you and I have been resurrected, we've been given life, but if we're honest, we still have some problems. And there's only one that was resurrected that came forth from the grave and left the grave clothes behind. And I'm glad to tell you that his name is Jesus. Jesus is the one that was resurrected, the only one, and left his grave clothes behind. In Luke 24 and 12, then arose Peter and ran into the sepulcher and stooping down, he beheld the linen cloths laid by themselves and departed wondering in himself at that which was come to pass. Listen to John chapter 20, verse five. And he's stooping down and looking in. Can I tell you that 38 years ago, I stooped down on my knees and I looked in and I said, Lord, here I am, a sinner, messed up. But I knelt down a beggar and came up a millionaire. Instantly, my sins had been washed away. The Bible said made whiter than snow, cast as far as the east is from the west. I'm not the same that I used to be. Why? Because of the cross of Calvary and because of the empty tomb. His name is Jesus. And what he did for me, he's done for you and he'll do for everyone in this room. <laughs> Woo! And he's stooping down and looking in and he saw the linen clothes lying. Yet went he not in. And then come a Simon Peter following him and went into the sepulcher and see if the linen clothes lying and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. In the Greek, it's simply saying the linens were still in their fold, kind of like they were still wrapped around him, but he evapor evaporated out of those clothes. He didn't need to close the grave clothes any longer. What kind of grave clothes has you and I bound this morning? He left them behind because they couldn't hold him anymore. Can I tell you this morning, we all struggle. We all have some grave clothes that have us bound. But today, he who the sun sets free shall be free indeed. I just wonder this morning, has God ever unwrapped any grave clothes in your life? If so, give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! He left that which was meant for the dead in the place of the dead. Dead things cannot stay where life reigns. You and I are alive in Christ. We don't need any stinking dead clothes around us or on us any longer. But you see, that wasn't the case with Lazarus. And it's not the case for you and I mainly because we've had a hard time releasing ourselves from grave clothes. 
question, are you starting to begin, beginning to, to realize what God is speaking to you and I this morning? After you have been resurrected to eternal life in Christ, after you've been called out by name, I can still remember the place and the time that God called me out. But there's still a work to do in our lives. Do you hear me? Lazarus couldn't get his grave clothes off by himself. John 11 and 44, and he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound with a napkin. And Jesus saith unto them, loose him and let him go. It tells me that we need each other. I need you and you need me, Kelly. We need each other. We need accountability. We need worship together. We need fellowship together. We need to love each other and to care for each other. We need to be open and honest and say, hey, you know, it's Easter Sunday and we've all dressed up and we look real good, but the bottom line is I'm sure all of us have some grave clothes that we could leave behind in the tomb and, and step out and be free in Jesus. Uh, the Bible said in Galatians 6 and 2, bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. The Bible said in Proverbs, iron sharpens iron. This is a friendship, but it's a friendship with accountability. And I want us to leave today, yes, looking good in our Easter clothes, but let's be honest with ourselves and let's step out of some old, stinking, dirty grave clothes that's had a hold on us for most of our lives and say, God, do a new work in my life. God, would you clean me up today? God, the very thing that I don't wanna do, that I keep doing over and over again, God, and keep apologizing and keep asking you to forgive me, God, would you take that away from me? me today that I would not only look good on the outside, but I would look good and feel good on the inside. And if you believe that, God can do that for you. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! What do I mean to be unwrapped? All of us have things in our past. It's amazing when you grow up in a town and you was once a heathen, and now you're trying to serve the Lord and preach in your own town. People remember what you used to be. But I'm telling you, somewhere along the line, Pastor Rita, I got unwrapped. And here, <laughs> unwrapped. I got a screw loose. That kind of touched me right there. You can call me crazy, but you can call me gone when Jesus comes. Do you hear me? What do you have that needs unwrapped? What do you have that needs unwrapped? There's a call on your life. You just need to unwrap it. Do you hear me? Yeah. What do you have in your life? The God that I serve is not in that tomb. Right. He's right here today. How do I know he's here? Because I brought him with me. He lives within me. He lives inside of me. I don't want this to be just another pretty Easter Sunday morning. I want somebody to get touched by the Lord. Uh, somebody to get set free. Somebody that said, hey, I walked out of that tomb. Uh, I'm no longer the same individual that I used to be. I've been blood-bought, born again. My name's written down in heaven. I don't know if anybody else come to have church, but I've come to have some church this morning. God wants to do a work in your life. Give me my hand clap of praise. This is my third time preaching, and I don't have much voice, but you can read my lips. The Lord loves you. He died for you on the cross. 
gave his life a cruel death that we can have life and have it with abundance. Somebody this morning, get rid of your grave clothes, whether it's an addiction of alcohol, drugs, bitterness, homosexuality, pornography, whatever it be, get the grave clothes off and let Jesus set you free. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. We always talk. We always talk about the alcohol. We always talk about the drugs. What about the grave clothes of unforgiveness? How you're holding something against somebody. Do you know what people do in life? They hurt other people. Not intentionally, not most of the time, but we hurt each other. I've hurt people, people has hurt me. But when we don't give that to the Lord, we are bound by our grave clothes. And we will never reach our destiny where God wants us to be. And some people say, well, you don't know what so-and-so did to me. No, but I know what we did to Jesus Christ. And he hung on a cross and said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mark 11 and 25. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. You've got to unwrap those clothes. Maybe you was hurt as a child by your parents, by a sibling, whatever it is. You've got to forgive and unwrap those clothes. Do you hear me? Do you want to get unwrapped this morning? Jesus wants to set somebody free this morning. I believe that with all of my heart. John 8 and 36 said, if the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Don't hold on to that bitterness. You'll never get better if you're bitter. Give it to the Lord. Can someone say amen? One of the most important things, the important things, have you been brought forward from the tomb of your sins in your life? And Jesus is calling you right now. What's the Bible say? Romans 6 and 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The wages of sin, you are looking at a sinner. I have fallen short of the glory of God time and time and time again. There's never been a time he couldn't reach down and pick me back up and breathe new life into me. Romans 3 and 23 said, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 10 and 11, for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Now's the time. Today's the time. The Bible says, today is the day of salvation. Why did Jesus leave the grave clothes behind? You don't need to wear grave clothes when you're alive. Do you hear me? When you're alive, you don't need the grave clothes. In John 20 and 31, but these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and the believing that you might have life through his name. You'll never have life as long as you have grave clothes wrapped around you. I'd like for the band to come back, please. Do not leave here this morning. Do not leave bound up in grave clothes. Whatever your grave clothes may be, unwrap it this morning. Give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Every head up and every eye open. You got some grave clothes you need to leave in the tomb. Would you slip your hand up? Slip your hand up. Don't be ashamed. You got some grave clothes. I'll put both hands up. God wants to meet you right where you're at this morning.
And God will unwrap you. And when you've been unwrapped by the Lord, you'll be able to celebrate and you'll be able to rejoice. Would you stand with me and give the Lord a great hand clap of praise this morning? Can you do that? Colossians chapter 2, verse 13. You were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ. He forgave all of our sins. Now listen to this. He canceled the record that contained the charges against us. He took it and destroyed it by nailing it to Christ's cross. So every sin, every fault, and every failure, Jesus Christ was nailed to that cross. My sins are there. Andrew, your sins are there. And each one of us, our sins are there. I'm giving it to you this morning, gum barrel straight. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior and death knocks on your door today, heaven will not be your home. Jesus didn't leave heaven. Come to earth and go through everything that he went through that you and I could just live however we wanted to. He came to give us life and to give us life with abundance. And I'm about fed up with people's lives falling apart. Got a phone call yesterday afternoon by a friend of mine, a member of our church, his 38-year-old son unexpectedly passed away. Can I tell you, it's too early. What has you bound? I talk a lot about alcohol and drugs. What about prescription medication? What about anger? What about the grave clothes of depression, hurt and pain? Pastor Rita, he didn't come. He didn't give his life that I could just have eternal life. He came that you and I could have life at its abundance to live every day. Every single day, people say to me, hey, have a good day. And my response, every day. Every day. How many's got some grave clothes that you need to unwrap, Ricky? You talked to me earlier. You know I love you. You know you're loved. It's time to unwrap them. I'm just being honest. It's time to unwrap them. All of us, we got some things going on in our life. Pray with her. Spirit of God's unwrapping her right now. Honestly, I, I don't know, man. I, I've been up all night long. Maybe I'm not in the best demeanor this morning. All night long praying for somebody that we love. My wife and I, I'd say during the middle of the night, you wake, yeah, we're, you praying? Yeah, I'm praying. It's on a ventilator this morning. You may not end up on a ventilator tomorrow, but you don't know what's coming in your life tomorrow. Nobody. But as for me, Pastor Kerry, 
Whatever comes tomorrow, it'll be all right. Because I've been to the tomb and I stooped down and I looked in and I said, Lord, I need you. Just the same as he was resurrected, he resurrected me from the old Odyssey Club, the old pool rooms, the old bottle, the old chasing and running around. And a little bit at a time, I started unwrapping. Started unwrapping. Jesus said to Lazarus, said to the people, loose him. And down through the years, my mom and dad was one that was helping me unwrap. Grandparents, aunts, uncles, Sunday school teachers, family, your grandfather. I'm glad I'm unwrapped. So quit trying to look good. Quit trying to look dignified and impress everybody because there's only one you got to impress and his name is Jesus and he knows all about your mess. All about your mess. I'm gonna put it like this. If you got any grave clothes that needs left behind, yes, you've been resurrected, yes, you've been saved, but you've got some garbage in your life, step out right now and come to the altar. No one's going back. You're in a church that is rooting for you. Step right out. Step right out. You're in a church that will celebrate with you. Step right out. If you've never been here before, you are welcome. You are welcome. Step out. Step out. Come. Have you ever prayed and asked Christ into your life? There's no way to heaven. No way to heaven except by and through Jesus Christ. No other way. Nobody looking around. I won't come to you. I'm not going to single you out. But if you're here this morning, you'd like to give your life to Jesus. And from this day forward, you'd like to serve the Lord and walk with Him and learn of Him. Slip your hand up real high. I see your hand, sir. I see your hand, sir. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Like to give your life to Christ. I'll see your hand, sir, there to the right. Thank you, Lord. Somebody else. Somebody else. There's no other way except asking Jesus to forgive you of your sins. Somebody else. Anybody else? You that raised your hands, I want you to raise your head. Open up your eyes. Look right at me. Would you take the one by the hand beside of you? Take somebody by the hand. Make a public confession. That's right. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Pray this prayer out loud. Lord Jesus, today, I <laughs> look down here. I give my life to you, Jesus. Please forgive me. And Lord, from this day forward, I'll do my best to serve and to love and to live for you. In Jesus' name. Honey, you make everything I do worthwhile. Do you hear me? You make everything I do worthwhile. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. If you prayed that prayer this morning, I want to welcome you to the family of God. It's the greatest family, the largest family on planet Earth.
Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Thank you.